Hello. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Oh my goodness. Because yesterday was my youngest son's birthday. And um Is that Jabari? Jabari? Yeah, Jabari. Yeah, so he has Jabari, Jabari a trainer. And I have a trainer. So his coach was there, my coach. So we go to Duke House. And we don't live about 15, 20 minutes away. Okay. So you're in that NFL training mix? Um, well, <laughs> I'm more rehabbing my knee to train. <laughs> I see. I see. That is so cool for your youngest. Is Jabori your youngest? Yeah. No, he's not my young. He's my youngest boy, but my youngest is like eight. Oh my goodness! How many kiddos do you have? I have four biological, but I raised five. Oh my goodness! Wonder Woman, yeah. Superwoman. <laughs> it's funny because I feel like I know you a little bit, even though I don't know you, but like with all your posts and your videos and it's just, uh -huh. I feel super connected. It's so cool. <laughs> it is so cool. Um, so is Jabari, is he getting into that? Like, is he working into, you know, colleges? Is he trying to follow in Duke's footsteps? Is he trying to get into the NFL? Actually, actually he's just really starting. Okay. He's, he's, he's getting ready to go to high school. He's still in junior high. Okay. So he's getting ready to go to high school. So um, at first I didn't push him. And to be honest, with, with his schedule, my my girl's schedule, and Duke's schedule, I was like, if you don't want to play football, I'm not going to force him, but I'm going to be there. So he played one year, and then the next year, and they went all the way to the Super Bowl. And the next year he didn't want to play. So... I said, no, I'm not going to pressure him. So he, if he, now he's into it. Now he's into it. And being that he's seen that um, he's into it, he, he, um, he, Duke went on here and got him a trainer since he's seen that he was serious about it. That's pretty cool. That's got to be so cool for a younger. I mean, I'm a, I'm the youngest in, in my family, so always looking up to older brothers and sisters. That just right. must be so cool for him if if that's what he's trying to do. Like, no, it that, doesn't phase him. That's pretty at neat. All. Um, was it last year? Last year, last year, Duke Jabari got in trouble at school, and everybody was shocked because he's an introvert. So mm -hmm. he don't like people. He don't. So while we're sitting there. You know, and they was like, oh, you know, he has to have his, his click. And, and Duke went with me to the conference. And I'm we looking around like, Jabari? Right. Like My Jabari? <laughs> my oldest daughter was happy that he finally got in trouble. He was like, finally. <laughs> Isn't that funny how siblings, we root against each other? I mean, right. we're obviously rooting for each other, but we're like, right. yeah, yeah. He was like, finally, he's normal. He's a normal kid. <laughs> That is so funny. That is great. Um, well, thank yeah, you. It, but it's so funny. At the conference, the, the coach, he's a, he was the CSI teacher. So he was there. And he kept looking at Duke like he know him, but he like, I know him from somewhere. Right. So he didn't know that that was Duke. So he was like, Jabari, is Duke Johnson your brother? <laughs> so Jabari rolled his eyes and was like, yeah, I mean, it's just Duke. Yeah, that's my brother. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> that is so funny, man. That is awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking some time and uh, just chatting. And I know 
I, what made me think of it was your post about draft day and that picture you shared with your family. And I just thought, man, what a, what an amazing photo and just an amazing memory for you and your family. And just like, how cool is that? I'm a huge NFL fan. I'm a, I'm a Mainer. I'm a New England guy. Um, but following, you know, um, ACC football pretty closely. I'm a Boston College guy. I'm a University of Maine guy, but obviously following Duke and his career with the Hurricanes. I mean, yeah. I just wanted to ask you. College was the first game. That's right. That's right. It was. And I remember I was watching the draft um, video or special that you guys had done, and one of the gentlemen had talked about his son, and they were at that game, and how Duke is inspiring these younger kiddos and it's just it's really cool it's really cool to see and um I just wanted to ask you a couple questions about like in terms of that progression when when did you know oh it looks like we might have we might have lost Miss Mitchell we'll get her back in here though in just a second did I lose you you know whenever somebody's coming in at the gate the gate called me and I know my sister was coming through I'm trying to find a spot. It's too cold in the house. It's hot out here on the bathroom. <laughs> I know it, right? How is the weather there? Um, it's it's crazy. I mean, it's pretty it's pretty nice out right now. It's it's pretty sunny, but I mean, it'll snow tomorrow. It'll be spring tomorrow, and then it'll be there'll be flurries. So I mean, we're pretty accustomed to uh, the weather being all over the place here. Um, okay. I wanted to ask you about. Do like when did you know as Duke's mom? When did you know? Okay, my guy, my baby boy, he's got it. I mean, I can. I don't want to bore you with all his stats and all the touchdowns in the championship high school. But like, was it when he was at Miami? Was it when he was drafted in the third? Like, when were you like, okay, he's 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 going. Like there was there a move? Like was there a particular game where you're like, "Woo! He got it. Like he's going." Or was it more like a progression like over time you kind of realize like, "Okay." You know to be honest, um this high school the his his state game. What scared me is that he hadn't committed to UM. You know, he was he was committed when when wave when going another visit. So it scared me because the family, now we had, it was like 80, 90 of us with all Duke t-shirts on, but it was, UM fans was everywhere. And I remember when we got home that next day, him and I rode somewhere together and I said, dude, you don't think they expect too much out of you? Like, did you see all of them UM fans? So he was like, well, you know, mama, you know, UM have a big fan base. And I was like, yeah, but you don't think that's scary? They were thinking, like, you know, my baby. Nah. Boston College. Boston College. I was, he knocked me off my feet. Oh, no. I will never forget it. Even when he scored his first time touchdown, and if you go back to the highlights, and if they turned the 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 video the the video the camera to the stands, and you see my husband at the time, you see all that. But I wasn't there. I had them ran because when you take off running, I take off running. Yeah. 
So I was down hugging and jumping on some lady. I had no idea. <laughs> Crying tears. Uh. But it still wasn't until I think a couple of weeks later, Virginia game. When I seen the Virginia game, well, he scored three, four different ways. He did one for a punt return. He did one. He threw a touchdown. He scored. When I saw that, I was like, Dude, this your freshman year, but then it's always that freshman, you know, the sophomore slump. Sure. So when, and then me being nervous because now he's going to be the starting running back. The guy. The guy, the guy. So I would say his freshman year, and then when he went, because, you know, he got hurt sophomore towards the end of the season. Mm-hmm. That was something. But I would I would say his freshman year, I was, because I still wasn't convinced. I was going to say, that's crazy to me that at BC, or was it, was it at BC or Miami? It was at BC. It was at BC. So that, to me, it's like, you made it. Was he a true freshman? He was a true freshman. So, I mean, and that, and he's, I mean, you know, I'm sure, but breaking records, but that's crazy to me that even as a true freshman and he's making guys miss, it, still, even then, there's a part of you that's like, I don't know, man, man. Yeah, like I never, and then even when, so his junior year, because it was a possibility that he could go, um, even though I wanted him to stay another year. Everything has been totally his decision because I'm, I love Alabama. Okay. Now I love UM. You know, I have a love for the U, but. Okay. When, and, and in his memorabilia room, I know my sister working in there because she's working for home, but I'm going to show you his memorabilia room. Oh, yes. Yes, please. When I, um, it's an article in his book, one of the books that I have, and it tells him that when he was like, oh, if. You know, his high school was playing this robbery, right? He was like, well, mom, I make a bet. If we beat, you let me commit. So I used to volunteer and work in the concession stands and everything to help raise money for the school. So they beat the game and, you know, the news reporters, so everybody's like, uh, Miss Cassandra Duke wants you on the field. So I'm like, okay, let me try to get up. They was like, no, now, they want you now. So I went and I see like all of the people around him and everything. So I'm like, well, what's going on? So he was like, um, you know, yeah, Ma, I committed. You, you committed to who? To what? <laughs> he was like, remember the bet? Oh, I was like, I didn't know we was going to announce it. <laughs> announce after the game that he was going to the U, but you know, and, and then I, you know, all the schools would send him the letters and, and he was like, I was like, dude, Alabama, what are we going to do? <laughs> come on, let's go on the visit. Roll Tide, Roll Tide. Come on, Duke. <laughs> come on, let's at least go see what he got to say to us. Come on, just to interact with Coach Saban, right? You understand? Oh, my goodness. Give me my picture and my dinner. <laughs> Duke, this is about me right now. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> yes. He was like, no, Ma, like, when you going to let me commit to University of Miami? My heart was broken, but right then and there, I had to realize that, hey, 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 it's not about you, Cassandra. He done this. You you didn't do not one touchdown, take one hit, 
So I've always been supportive of what he, what he, you know, would do. Yeah, I wanted to go see old St. Nick. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Who doesn't? Um, well, well, so that, that kind of brings me to my next question. Um, and I'm kind of paraphrasing, but this was an article a couple of years ago. Um, what is it like for you when you hear this, when Duke says things like, the reason I play football is for her. Don't it's, make me cry. You know, I know. Well, no, I mean, it's, it's, but well, you're talking about like, I did not, you know, but he's kind of saying it right back to you saying it's not for the game. It's not for the attention. It's not for, it's solely for her where she can do what she wants. So I'm like, dang, man, that is really cool and powerful. Listen, he has lived up to every word he said from a little boy. I'm talking about from buying my house. They picked my house out and I didn't even know. They bought it. I didn't even know. Like, I don't pay bills. Like, he really lived up to his word. Like, he lived, he, he really lived up to it. Man, that is, that is so, the only thing bad that I can really say, it's not even about Duke, but it's like, I'm just such a Pats guy. I need a dynamic running back in my back. You saw how bad our offense was struggling. I want Duke. I mean, we'll see. It's draft day. So who knows what teams are, and, and O'Brien and Belichick have a relationship, but what, what's that like for you? Like, obviously you're a fan of the Browns when Duke's a Brown, right? And you're a fan of, you know, the Texans now, of course. Do you... Is the hope that he ends up on your favorite? What is your favorite team? Your NFL. I'm a Raiders fan. The Raiders. So is the hope that he maybe eventually, or is it like you know what? It's gonna play out the way it's gonna play out. I don't mind. What's your he take? Talk about, he talk about my Raiders so bad. <laughs> he's he so wrong. I, I think in his heart, even though he won't admit it, I think like when it's all said and done, maybe his last year or two, I think he want to come home to Miami. That he really always is. wanted to go home. He always wanted to stay home. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always been a Dolphin fan. He was a Dolphin fan coming up. Okay. And, you know, he wanted to play. And, um, I'm glad he didn't come to no teams in Florida. I, I love him in Texas. I, I'm not going to lie. I wish New England would have gotten him. <laughs> Ooh, what no, give me a ring. Sure, sure, for sure. Well, now who knows? Now our guys are heading down south in Florida, not going right. to, down to Tampa Bay. Right. I still don't want him to go to no teams in Tampa. I, I mean, in Florida, I want a, a chance. Like this was our first playoff game, and when I tell you, it was like the Super Bowl to me, and, and it was an exciting game. No, nope. with the Bills, at, at no the doubt. Texas, it was an exciting game, and then he came when I. I think I beat him home. Yeah, I beat him to his house that night. And when he came through the door, he was like, come on. He gave me his jersey because he wouldn't give me. I didn't have no jersey, no game day jersey. Wow. He gave me his his first playoff game jersey. And it was so exciting. And and, and I'm talking about I'm in the stands when we win it. And I'm talking about when the, the countdown, I'm boo crying. Oh, man. Of course. I mean. Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And remember, he came out during the the, the the run 
of the running backs. Right. The he came out with Gurley, Gordon. You know, he came out with a slew of running backs. Like a legitimate running back class. A legitimate. Mm -hmm. I was to the point, I was like, dude, it's a lot of them. Why don't you wait next year? Because he was a junior, right? He was a junior. So I was trying to convince him because of the Todd, Todd Gurley and the Gordon and David Johnson mm -hmm. and, and Todd, Tevin Campbell. So I was trying to get him to persuade him, like, you know, you you may go, they may, you know, you may go higher next year because they got you projected third round. Right. So, you know, you may you may go next year, like, you know, maybe first or second. But he didn't want to, again, it was his decision. And I was going to say, what was that? What was his thinking? Was it like, hey, I, I had a legitimate, I mean, he had like 250, 240 carries, 40, I mean, almost 300 touches, like 2,000 yards. I mean. And he had already broke the record. He, that's what I mean. I mean, he's he's in conversations with with the all time greats at that at that yeah. school in terms of McGee and the Gores and yeah. and it's like yeah. man. And that was and that was my thing. I was like, dude, you stay another year. Nobody would ever touch those records. Record. No one's gonna touch those records, man. If you were to stay one more year, it would be hard for somebody to touch that record. You'd have to come in as a true freshman and play exactly. and play and play. Exactly. But, you know, it was his decision. So, you know, and he announced it on my birthday that he was come going. But even then, I was like, you think you're going to make it? You think you're going to get drafted? And then when they said the cameras, I was like, so what if you don't get drafted today? Do the cameras come back tomorrow? Right. So his agent's looking at me like, you do know we're talking about Duke. Yeah, we're talking about Duke. I don't, I mean, this is my first rodeo. I don't know. Thank you again. Drafted today. Mm -hmm. So what, who, when, when you said his agent, who was his agent? Well, he had two. Okay. But this time I was talking to um, Christian Campbell. Okay. She was the co-agent. I see. And so, because the draft, they do it in days, right? Day one. And so did you guys. The first round. And so do you guys know, like. Okay, probably. I mean, we're projected like day two, but day do, two, yeah, that was his projection. Day two. Do you? I mean, what does day one look like then? Are you watching the dra Are the camera crews there, like you said, or do you? No. Okay. No, they wasn't at my house. They wasn't at our house. They they was um, scheduled to come day two. Day two, and then so day two, it's kind of it's the second round first, and then that the third round. The so he was like the middle of the third round, the right? Second and the third. He was like yes. 77 or something 77. like that. 77. You know, you know right where he was. <laughs> um, I so, even, but I had a draft picture. Somebody put one in. Let me show you right quick. Like somebody put one in um, on Facebook. I don't know where I got it from. I think I Googled it. <laughs> and um, what I did is I, this is my loft. So in the loft. Oh man, this is neat. Yeah. That is neat. Through the first pitch, his All-American. Because he was, I'm on his Wikipedia, he was the number one recruit at the high school level at that time. So when he committed to the U, I mean, that was a big, no wonder why there was all those Miami fans at his high school game. And this is first touchdown. Oh, look at the toe, look at the feet. Yeah, that's his first touchdown. That's just another picture. Man, that is so neat. And then I have a whole 
Hello. Look at that. That is slick. And then his um, high This is all the, the trophies and the Duke. And then well, I see I got one more picture to put up. Uh, that one go over there. And then his UM jersey. I love that. This one his record. All time. Yeah. All time, man. This is the ball. Oh, that is so sweet. <laughs> I'm geeking out right now. <laughs> his articles, his articles, all for Mama. I know, right? So these are his, uh, his articles. I think this is my favorite feature. Wow, I like that. I got so much stuff in here and... And counting and growing, right? Because he's not done, and he's giving you playoff jerseys, and he's still gonna get that Super Bowl ring. Man, that is so that is so neat. That's Boston College. I've, I've seen a couple games there, man. That's his picks and thing, but this is the Boston College. That's his first touchdown in Boston. College. And who's he pointing to there? He looks like he's looking right out. So at the beginning, I'm always there for the warm-ups. When they get off the bus, I'm there. I'm the parent that was there whenever they were way home. When they get off the bus, the boys will come. Because, you know, we started feeding the running bags and feeding some of the different boys mm -hmm. on Thursday night. So they would get off, come hug me, and I would go time when the gate opens, so while they walk warming up, I don't call him Duke or Randy or I always say little boy. Because <laughs> he say everybody you know he always hear dude, dude. Right, sure. So he will, you know, he'll know my voice, but I always say little boy, even at the game sound. <laughs> I I would hear a little, little boy and he'll know it's me. So Jabari <laughs> Used to always during this time, I, my baby boy used to be like, "You always make me do it all day." So you know we were always laugh, right? So I told him at that that time, I said, "Little boy, I want you in this end zone all day long." Hey. So while he was warming up, so he just nodded his head, so I know he heard. Me. Yeah. So he knew I was right there. So when he scored his first touchdown, he pointed at me. That is so. Uh, doing my Eagles dirty. No, I'm only teasing. Man, it has been so fun to watch his career kind of evolve and develop over the it's just it's just super neat. Um I wanted to ask you a question about I had a couple questions. One was more of like a football fan question, but obviously your mom, so you always have that lens with your son. Um my question was this in his last year at University of Miami, he was like a bell cow. I mean, he was like getting the rock on special. I mean, he was all over the field. And in the pros, obviously his role has shifted. Now he is a legitimate football player. I mean, for his career, he's averaging close to five yards of carry, almost 10 yards of reception. I mean, he's a legitimate. They move him around the field, cause matchup problems all over the place. My question is, 
do you prefer that? Um, do you like as a fan of the game, do you think it's better for him to maybe have a role where he's playing 50 to 60% of the snaps on a given day? Or would you rather maybe see him get close to 300 carries and 40 catches? And maybe, maybe the result of that is a shorter overall NFL career. Or do you like, he's carving out a nice little role for him. And I mean, he's, I could see him playing for another 10 years. Really? I mean, really playing for a long time. And, uh, because of the wear, the, the wear and tear on the body. Mm-hmm. Um, to be honest, as a competitor, he wants the ball. I know he does. But he also believes in, you know, making good when he gets the ball. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, after every game, if I'm not there, after every away game, if I'm not there, he'll call me on the phone before they get on the plane, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. we'll talk about the game and, you know, if he, somebody got some good hits on him, we'll talk about that or, you know, he'll be like, man, I just want the ball and, you know, it was a lot of frustration in, in Cleveland, mm-hmm. but, you know, Duke is a team player and, and I like it more when they win, when they win, it's better. Right. Like, he don't care about how many times he got the ball, long as they win. Right. But I feel like if he don't get the ball and they lose, especially when Cleveland, he feel like he could have made a difference. Yeah. Like, he could help win if they just give it to him. Right. You throw it to him. Pack anything. Just give me the ball. Let me show you what I can do. Let me do it. And what's frustrating almost for Duke as a fan is, like, Every single time the man's been given an opportunity, he's done well with it. And it's you, I mean, last year they bring in Hyde, or the year now they bring in it's like you almost root for the guy. And obviously, he's never been on my favorite team, but I think just around the league, he's kind of gained a reputation as a guy who's I think the fans want him to get a 300. We want to see what he can do with that opportunity. Give him 15 carries, let's see what he can do. Right, let's see, let's see what I I would love to see him with 15 carries. Mm -hmm. I know, I. That would be, that would be, you know, we'll, we'll see. I wanted to ask too about, I mean, obviously he works so closely with the other running backs and he's, you know, David Johnson, I'm sure, you know, they're going to develop early. Like, are you mad though, that you get another guy's like, man, this guy's going to be eating into my carries or are you like, Hey man, like, what is that like? Okay. So if you know a history of Duke, you will know him. Real quick, his senior year at his high school, if you look on that team, we had some people that went to a lot of D1 schools. Mm-hmm. And when they were, and Duke had, had always been committed. So what Duke would do is when the coaches come to see Duke and Keith Brown and Eric Flowers, Duke sends one of his teammates, hey, 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 is this coach enough? Y'all need to do this. Y'all need to do that. I used to be like, give him the ball. Why y'all, why y'all don't, why y'all put, sit him down? Right. Like, mom, I told them to sit me down. Everybody know what I could do. But if they come and if, this, if it's scouts in there and they can see the other players, maybe the other people that have time, chances to get scholarships. So, you know what I was like, that's just him. Yeah. You know, so going back to them eating his time, his thing is he's gonna do what he do when he get the ball. 
So he he he's he's always been um four. I think like Higgs. I went over there Monday, and Higgs was there. The the um another running back. Mm-hmm. So he always developed a relationship with him. He's he all he always developed relationships with um the running back. But a lot of times he said he tried not to get so close because then when they go to cutting them. And, you know, you used to having this person and now it's gone and it's a business. So right. he said he tried not to get that so attached to him. But they still, like, um, I can't think of his name. I can see his face. He was with him at Cleveland, then got cut. But him and Chubb, him and Chubb yep. still tall. I think about guys like Crowell or Terrence West or just yeah. different backs. Um, you, Duke's been in the league for a while now, so he's had a, yeah. a bunch of different, yeah. d- a bunch of different teammates. It's so exciting. Right? It's so like exciting. Six years. I know. Six years, and it's like Duke, because you know everybody be like, "Oh, he's too small." You know, he'll be good, and that's what I used to hear all the time. Well, you know, he's so small. He, you know, he'll do good in, in, in high school. But, you know, in college, you know, them big boys big. And when I saw him, just like, that's that's my child. Yeah. That's my child. Yeah, it is. You should be so proud, man. That's so cool. That's just amazing. It's so exciting. Like, it's, 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 it's exciting. I uh I can ima- I can only imagine what it's like and I actually wanted to say I saw your video with the other NFL moms and the don't run that man had me cracking up that is so funny is that must be pretty cool too about um creating relationships and kind of community with some other NFL moms and I noticed a lot of them were you know Florida State or or you know Miami or the Gators things like that um is it similar for you in building relationships with you know maybe Mrs you know, Bryant McKinney's mother or like, because he might get traded or is it similar to kind of like what Duke was talking about in terms of not wanting to maybe get too close because it is a business? No, you know what? With the mothers, it's actually a good support system mm-hmm. for the new moms, for the, for the old moms. Sure. It's a good support system and because I can remember when Duke wanted to be traded and, you know, I, I had a meeting or something with the moms. We did something and I was like, no, I'm just stressed out. You know, you know, my son called me every day and, you know, it ain't nothing I could do. I just sit there and listen to him, you know, but as, as a mom, you don't want, you don't want um, your child to suffer. You don't want them to be sad. So, you know, you, you go through it with them. Especially right. that traded. So, um, even renewing the contract. Mm-hmm. That was stressful. It'd be stressful. Especially if your son involves you and, you know, like we talk all the time. Right. It's about football stuff and what's going on. Like, um, Coach O'Brien just texted him. And when I went to the house, he was like, Mom. So he showed me the text that Coach O'Brien texted him. And, you know, I was like, okay, well, that's good. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I wish they would have got rid of hop. I was going to ask, what is, I mean, I've been defend. OB's my guy, right? But New England, you know, what is it? What, what are your thoughts on that trade? I mean, what is Duke thinking? Everybody was like, to be honest, and I don't like to talk about what Duke tell me in the locker room. I'm not shocked. Mm-hmm. I was shocked when Duke told me that, like, so I was like, because I'm always asking, Duke, how was this person? How was that person? 
So, you know, I re- remember during the season, I'm asking him, well, how is this person? How is that person? So he was like, you know, he was like, nah, they don't like Hop. I was like, no. He was like, mm-mm. So whenever he got traded, I wasn't surprised when he tell me some of the stuff that, you know, have happened in the locker room and on the field and on the sidelines. Sure. I wasn't shocked, but I would think that, listen, this is a business. I don't have to like you. Just get out there and do what you keep doing. The man caught six balls for 90 yards against Buffalo. I mean, he's helping. I mean, I, yeah, I don't, it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting how that stuff all plays out. Yeah. yeah. So I was, well, I was excited because I'm like, man, we two, we two games away. We two games away from the Super Bowl. Let's, let's put in the missing pieces mm-hmm. and let's do this. And then for David Johnson, mm-hmm. you got a bigger dude. He does the same thing as Duke do, so I don't. Right, physically, you have a bigger guy who can move around. Yeah, I think I, I, I had question marks too um, with that trade. Is Duke? Let me ask you this: the draft's up. Is Duke watching the draft, thinking, no. "Give me some hog, give me some lineman"? No, he's not watching it at all. He don't watch the draft. Mm-hmm. Like he'll, you know, like he'll, he have his phones in his hand. Yeah. So you know when they, anything. Pertaining to Texan, you know, did they trade up? Did they get this person, get that? But he doesn't watch the draft. Mm-hmm. He always watch. Usually, uh, Avengers come out, and you know he's a big movie guy. Okay, okay. Yeah, and he just said because I went up, I was like, give me hug. You know, I'm emotional. This game, this draft day. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. He's not a hugger. He was like, go on, Cassandra, go on. So he was real, I don't mean, he won't. I was a real night. I'm not hugging. He gave you the stiff arm, huh? He said, get yeah, out of here. I have to steal a hug or <laughs> sneak up on him and hug him. Yeah. Take what you can get. Take what I can get. So he was like, I think I'm just going to go ahead and do what I do. I, I usually watch Avengers, so I'm going to watch one of them tonight for the draft. Good for him. Good so for him. To me, I'll be glued to the TV. Yeah. I, well, like, likewise. Um, yeah, I, get, I cry with the moms and the families like I'm there. I I mean I can I can imagine and I think it's it's an important thing to think. I mean, as a fan, I, I have a fan lens. I just think about Duke and what his stats are and his numbers, but you don't realize how much kind of goes into it behind the scenes and the support and all that stuff. So, and then seeing that don't don't rush challenge with all the other, it's like, man, do you remember Donovan McNabb and his mom? They used to do the chunky soup commercial. We gotta get you. I was saying, what? We gotta get you going. Come on. I don't know who we got to talk to. But. The don't Rush Challenge. I was the one that suggested that we do it. And everybody sent me the video. Mm-hmm. So it was so fun to see the colleges. Like, we didn't tell them to wear the college. But that's what we did. I, I knew I was going to wear it. I told my UM people now. I was like, hey, wear UM jersey. We got to represent. For sure. <laughs> um, it was so funny because um, Hard Graves, she's with... Texans. I met her, and she lives in Tampa. Okay, yep. She was the first one to send her video. I said, "Did she just do the game of chunk on us?" She's she's going. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> so then it just turned into a big challenge of you and Florida Gators at Florida. State. I loved it. I it loved was, it. It was so much fun. It was fun. I'm actually putting together. For the other moms, I think they say the South Central area. I think that's like one step above us. I think that I think that's so cool too, because from a fan perspective, like 
we just we kind of get to know these guys like when they hit the league or the super fans we follow them in college but like to think like Duke played against was it Sammy Watkins in high or like how these careers kind of like interchange or they might have played in AAU basketball or they might uh it's just it's cool so to see the history of like you know the Christian Joneses or the you know, Bobby Hart's first. I loved Mrs. Um, Alan's Hearn, Alan Hearn's mother when yeah, she she's like, oh, wrong jersey. You know, Dallas, or then oh, Miami. And I just it was a really fun uh, video, and it just provides a different perspective uh, about the draft. And but thank you so much for your time, and this has been so much fun. Just picking your brain and showing us around the the Duke um, the shrine with all the different posters and accolades and. Um, yeah. Just very much appreciate your time and and yeah, this has been a lot of fun. No problem. Anytime. Anytime. So what's next for you? I mean, hope we're hoping to get you on to a chunky Campbell Soup commercial. <laughs> but in the meantime, so what what is like what are your next moves? Are you posting more don't rush challenges or what like what's next for you or what are you up to? Well, I'm I retire this year. Let's go. Congratulations. Good for you. with corrections. So now I'll be able to go to all of the games. Yes. That I want to home away. Good. I'll be able to go to all of the games during the season. And that's probably all I'm, I'm doing. Um, I run his his foundation, and I have a youth organization where I mentor youth girls, and I, but I've been doing that since 1995. Oh, that's wonderful. What are the names, or, the, or where can maybe some of People that are listening, where can we donate or where can we go? Is there like a website or a Twitter? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You can go um, Duke's is the Duke Johnson Foundation. Okay. And it's on, um, I don't know if it's, I think it's on Twitter, Facebook. In- Facebook. Instagram, the Snapchat. These We'll find it. We'll track it down. And um, my my um, organization is Young Women Facing Their Future. Young and we're getting ready, well, we was getting ready to go on a college tour, but... I know. Yeah, we missed out on that, but I take them on their college tours. And well, that is that is so wonderful, and we'll make sure to to kind of contribute in any way we can to those those different foundations and organizations, and um, and we'll definitely be in touch through social media and as yeah. things kind of develop. And just again, want to thank you so so very much for your time, and uh, yeah, until next time, um, and we'll we'll be in touch. And I will be rooting for your Patriots. Oh, I appreciate you. Well, it's funny too, because as the coaching trees kind of spread and like coach Flores is now in Miami and then some of our Patriots players go to, it's, you kind of root for certain guys and certain coaching staffs, but I'll always be a a big Pats guy, but I know nobody in the league is certainly feeling sorry for us with Tom and Rob and it'll be business as usual, but I'm also rooting for your Raiders. My dad is from the Pacific Northwest, so he's a big Oakland Raiders, now Vegas Raiders guy. But So, well, go Raiders, go Pats, go Duke Johnson. Cassandra, thank you so much for joining us. Thank Um, you. Yeah, until next time. Until next time. Okay, bye-bye. That was the mother of... Houston Texans running back Duke Johnson. This is SJ's take. Enjoy the draft, everybody. My final take um, after after kind of reflecting on the conversation that that we had with Miss Mitchell um, would be that behind every great 
University of Miami Hurricanes running back or behind every great NFL running back. Um, there's a great woman, oftentimes a mother, kind of behind that. Um, that's that's kind of providing or, or inspiring her son or daughter. Um, in this particular example, example her her son. And I think for me, the 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 takeaway is to lean on that support and to acknowledge that support and then to channel that and into something meaningful. In this case, Duke Johnson has has kind of dedicated his entire career to to his mother. Very very powerful. And I think you can see just based on, on the conversation that we had, the type of relationship that they have um, and how close they are. And I think it's important to have those types of close relationships with supportive people and then to be able to sort of pay it back, right? Miss Mitchell raised, raised Duke. Now Duke is kind of paying it back to mom and, and taking care of her the same way that he said um, that he had promised to do that. So... Find a motivation, find someone to be motivated with or for, um, find someone to motivate and then do something great with that. Um, it was a pleasure to, to have a conversation with Cassandra Mitchell. Um, just a huge fan of, of Miss Mitchell, huge fan of her son, obviously. Um, besides when he's, when he's making our Patriots look bad on the field. Even though there's a part of me personally, he's a Johnson, I'm a Johnson, we're all kind of related in that way. Um, if you guys feel so um, compelled to to kind of donate or check out the Duke Johnson Foundation, please check it out on Facebook. Um, kind of be in touch uh, directly with Duke via, via social media. I think during these times, things are a little fluid in terms of how people are, are going about things. Um, also, please check out Miss Mitchell's foundation while I pull it up young women facing their future um, she's just super supportive and taking these women on unique experiences and providing um, opportunities for them that they might not otherwise get so good people great conversation thank you guys so much for tuning in until next time Daddy.